Hey, hey guys, welcome back to Team Licious Podcast. Ashley here. I'm so, so pumped to talk about branding mistakes with you guys. Last week we talked on the show about um, how many people have this common misconception that branding is only referencing these huge companies like Nike and um, Forever 21. Anyone who is in a bit who owns a business who has a small business has a brand, whether you realize it or not, even if you're just starting out selling your bracelets, even if you've only been doing makeup for a year, you have a brand. Um, you may not have a very strong one is what we discussed. And we talked about all the different um, ways that your actions and the way you hold yourself in your business are affecting your brand and why you may be struggling with certain things like um, not attracting enough clients or customers or the type of clients or customers that you're attracting may not be the ones that you really want and not really a lot of that comes down to branding. So I know that word branding and brand and marketing and all that stuff can be really intimidating. I've done a lot of research with people in my coaching program. If you don't know, I have a business coaching program where I help small businesses learn marketing basically and learn how to not be afraid of marketing and how to actually take advantage of the resources, the free resources that are out there so that you can grow your company. So. Again, last week we just talked about how branding is super important to small businesses. And um, today's topic is just basically a continuation of that conversation where we're actually gonna talk about some of the biggest branding mistakes. So at this point you should be aware that you have a brand as a small business owner. And what we're gonna talk about today is what branding mistakes that you're probably making um, if you didn't know you had a brand, right? Because more than likely, if you're here listening to this, you either are unsure about your brand position or you didn't even know you had a brand, more than likely. And that's totally okay. I'm here to tell you that that is not bad. You're, you're not a loser. Um, you're, you're in the boat with a lot of other people, let me tell you. This is why they say, what do they, what does the statistics say? I wanna say that, 50% or 60% of businesses fail within the first year, mom and pop shops. Um, and then if you make it to like year three, it's like drops down. But the point is that a lot of small businesses fail and people think they have this theory that it's because um, nobody wants to shop small or um, you have to be a millionaire to start a successful business. But the reality is a lot of it just has to do with people not knowing the business side of things like marketing and advertising and networking and all the things that we talk about here on this podcast. So you're in the right place if that's you and you're nervous about losing your business or losing some business. I'm here to talk to you about branding and marketing and make it a lot more simple and less scary. So before we get into that and I break down what are the biggest mistakes that you're probably making when it comes to branding your business and the reasons why you're probably losing customers or not gaining the right ones, um, I did wanna mention that if you are interested in learning even more and getting a deeper understanding, obviously I give a lot of value here on the podcast, on my TikTok, YouTube channel, and on my Instagram. I try to give a lot of free resources as much as I possibly can to help those who are struggling but the reality is if you really want to 10x your business, if you really want to go from you know only making a couple thousand a month to making multiple 
five figures a month in your business or even six figures a month, if that's something that you're interested in, um, you really are going to need more one-on-one <clears throat> private coaching. Um, listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos, d- binging on everything that Gary Vaynerchuk says on his TikTok is only going to get you so far. So if you're interested in learning more about that, but maybe you can't commit to a six-month um, program with me, definitely, definitely, definitely want to tell you about an opportunity that I have coming up in September. In September here in Ventura, I'm, if you guys don't know, I'm located in Ventura County, which is Um, a city, a county right in between Santa Barbara and Malibu. So we're in Southern California in one of the bougie beach cities. Um, So we're having a beat, we are having a um, small workshop for small businesses here in Ventura County. Um, Those of you guys who don't know, I have been traveling all around the country speaking to small groups of small business owners, everything from hairstylists, nail techs, um, you name it and helping them and I really wanted to bring something to my area so we have an event a one-day event in September 25th this in 2022 um, here in Ventura it's in a beach resort so we're in a beautiful hotel um, right on the beach and um, we're gonna be talking about focusing on basically everything we're talking about here but more in depth and actually helping you develop a plan to learn how to brand yourself to learn how to market yourself this event is called elevate your brand it's pretty straight to the point elevate your brand small business workshop this is for small business owners who really want to take their brand to the next level Um, at this point by the end of this podcast you should have a, a, a clear vision of the fact that you do have a brand your business has possesses a brand and whether you realize it or not your community your potential customers and clients they're aware of it you might not know what your brand represents at this point in time but at the end of um, elevate your brand you'll have a clear vision of more than likely what your company brings forth what your strong suits are Uh, we are also going to learn how to collaborate with influencers and other uh, small businesses so that you guys can attract clients for each other and you don't have to work so hard you're also going to learn from Uh, You're also going to learn how to price your services or products. You're going to learn how to price for profit, meaning how don't like biggest mistake a lot of people make is pricing their services and products at a what they call competitive level, meaning they look at what other people in their industry are charging. And that's one of one of the biggest mistakes that you can make. You really want to price your um, products and services based on what is financially sound for you and we have speakers traveling from all over the country to speak at this event people who have owned salons in new york people who have um who travel and teach all over the actually all over the world so if you're interested in that um, i will leave a link to the page with more information about elevate your brand at the bottom in the show notes um that's enough um <laughs> announcements for now i really just wanted to let you know that if you're interested in this podcast and the last couple that i've done you probably want to be at elevate your brand this is a once a year event we're keeping it really small um, about 30 to 40 people we really don't want a huge group because we want to make sure that everyone leaves with a game plan for how they are going to attack their marketing in their business and attract the right type of customers and clients to be seen as the go-to person in your in your area in your field so Anyways, um, you can also follow me on Instagram and learn more about Elevate Your Brand as well. Let's get into what you've been waiting for, branding mistakes. 
after doing a lot of research, both, um, you know, uh, working with other small businesses, talking to some very successful businesses, I've definitely gotten a lot of feedback as to what people think branding is and how they are going about um, branding themselves, quote unquote, branding themselves, because a lot of people have misconceptions about what branding is, especially new business owners. Um, so I would say number one, the number one mistake that people make is even knowing obviously like what brand, what your brand is. Cause something that people think your brand is, is like your logo and your colors. That's probably number one mistake is that people think it's brand, it's logo and colors. And we talked about them in the last episode, but what I want you to understand is that your brand is feelings and not features. So if you're focusing on the features of your business and you're trying to um, use colors and stuff to basically show people that, you know, who you are and what you represent, colors alone are not gonna do that and features alone are not gonna do that. So what do I mean by that? A lot of times the two, uh, the things that people try to use um, to basically make themselves stand out is bright colors um, or statements like the cheapest lash, the cheapest lashes, um, the most affordable clothing, right? Those things alone are not your brand. Those are just, you know, features. Your pink is just a color. Your logo is just that, it's a symbol. I'm not saying that colors and features and logos don't affect the feelings at all, the feelings that are invoked by your potential customers or clients, but what I'm saying is they are not the actual feelings. Your brand are the feelings that you invoke in your customers through the messaging that you use, through the imagery that you use, through um, the intentional marketing campaigns that you build. And I know marketing campaign sounds like a big fancy word for like, you know, um, Wall Street people. But the truth is guys, marketing campaign is as simple as a giveaway, right? That's one form of a marketing campaign. It's not my favorite. If you follow me on social media, you know that I'm not, um, I, I don't push giveaways very, very much. Um, but the reality is that is a form of a marketing campaign. It's just probably one of the worst ones you can do, but it does work. You're definitely going to be attracting audiences. Um, now it's going to be very difficult to tra to um, convert those audiences into um, paying customers because you attracted them by way of tempting them with something for free. Mm, that's a whole nother conversation. But the point is that a giveaway is a marketing campaign, just like putting ads out in is a marketing camp is part of a marketing campaign. So my point here is that there is so much more that goes into developing your brand and how, what people, what feelings people feel when they see your, your brand and they come, they're confronted with it than just your logo or your colors or the features of your business, like what services you do and how, how much you charge for them. There's so much more to it than that. And where does that come from? Where does the need to have the brightest pink and sparkliest sparkle glitter logo and the cheapest prices come from? The reality is that comes from your thought or your, your idea, your belief systems upon 
what is going to attract paying customers, right? You have this idea, like I'm the lightest, brightest, loudest, um, most bam in your face and lowest priced, <laughs> then people will buy from me. And you're focusing on what you think um, they want and you're not focusing on what their deep desires are. You're, you're focusing on what you think that will get their attention basically. And I feel like that's the number one mistake is that people are using colors and pricing and logo to, a, to basically get people's attention as opposed to actually thinking about what they want, what your potential customers want and what their deep desires are. Like what is keeping them up at night? What is um, their dream, right? How is how does your product or service that you offer going to solve their problems? How is it going to make their life better, their quality of life? So you have to really think of that. And that is so much deeper. You cannot capture in your marketing um, what, what major benefit and transformation that you give with your products or services through colors and a logo. Does that make sense? And talking about how cheap you are. Those really just get people's attention. And what you need to do is more than just get people's attention. All day, we are super exposed to so many different brands, companies, products, and we don't remember all of them unless, unless they make us feel something. Some people rely on feelings like anger and sadness. And, you know, we all know that song where it's like animals on TV and it's like, the I'm a horrible singer, but the point is that that song makes you feel so sad that it's like engraved inside of all of us. We all hear that song and we think of all the poor, sad little puppies that don't have a home, right? And so they relied on sadness. And then there's there's definitely um, people whose marketing tactics are to, to get you upset, to make you angry about things. Um, there's marketing campaigns that will literally make you feel angry. And that's what they want because they want you to remember. And those aren't my favorite feelings to invoke in customers, but if those are yours, then you know, so be it. So my point here is that you need to dig deeper. You're not people are not gonna remember you based off your logos and your colors and how cheap you are. They're gonna remember you based on how you make them feel. So you really gotta dig deep into what is it that your type your audience wants, the type of customer that you want, what do they desire? Do they desire um, a, are they big on luxury? Like, is luxury what they desire? Well, then, you know, having an exclusive experience, talking about how you provide next level um, customer service and transformation, like those type of ver words and those type of feelings to invoke will attract somebody who is very um, into luxury. Somebody who's um, more youthful, maybe, and, and maybe, at, you know, is all about like, what are the um, Sunday fun day, that's kind of what they desire and they just are living their life very um, flamboyantly, if you will. They may be more concerned with um, finding out that you have a fun environment and you are a trendy um, business owner because that's gonna be more attractive to them. It's gonna be something that, that really digs deep into what they um, love and what they are attracted to. Now, one other personality you might 
be attracting is somebody who is more middle-aged and is very deep and is mindful about their money and is very careful and they do a lot of research. They may want somebody who's really passionate about what they do, somebody who's very educated and knowledgeable. And for you, you can utilize that information to maybe talk about how much you know about your service or how much you love what you do. People, every t different type of personality has different deep desires, things that matter to them on a molecular level and you really gotta hone into that. So that's definitely the first mistake that I find is that people are really prioritizing their preferences and what they like as far as the business owner side and they're just showcasing you know, colorful, um, bright, and sparkly logos because they think that's going to get people's attention but the reality is you have to focus more on your potential customers deep desires rather than your um you know sparkly preferences i hope that makes sense the second biggest mistake that i find small businesses make um, when it comes to branding is um, inconsistency and i think that word is i've talked about this before the difference between inconsistent or i'm sorry the difference between consistent and frequent very two very different words we we tend to um, use them interchangeably but they're actually very different consistency means that you're does not mean that you're posting on instagram every day consistency doesn't even mean um, that your colors are always the same when you post on social media what consistency means is that the 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 moves that you make within your business the the companies that you align yourself with, the, the brands that you connect with and um, the colleagues that you have, the, how do I say this, the type of imagery and everything that you use is all aligned. It's all complementary of each other, meaning everything just makes sense. That's what consistency means, is that, is that it's, it's the same, it's repetitive, it's, co it's cohesive. That's the word I was looking for. And so this is the biggest mistake I see people make. And I'm talking, I know some big brands or people who consider them to be themselves to be big brands that are very inconsistent. They're, they're collaborating with influencers and um, the, you know, people with a lot of followers simply because that, just that, vanity metrics, because they have a lot of followers. And I know when you're first growing your business, your thought process is brand awareness. If people just know I exist, they'll see how cool I am, they'll see how nice I am, they'll see how great my products are, and they'll buy from me just because they know I exist. And I'm here to tell you that that is not the way it works. Um, if you guys know who my husband is, my husband is the Lash Poppy on TikTok and he has over 100,000 followers. But that does not mean that every time he shouts out a restaurant or something that they get um, a line around the block because that's just not how it works. I'm not saying that he, he doesn't give any exposure and he doesn't help businesses in that way, but that's not exactly the way it works. Just because you have someone has a lot of followers does not mean they're going to give, they're gonna make a business sell out overnight. Uh, it takes a lot more than that. So we could talk about that another day, but my point here is that if these people, your inf these influencers or these um, colleagues that you're collaborating with are not, aligned with you and your business and your mission and what you provide that'll be very confusing for customers you'll be sending the wrong message you the whole point in your brand is that you're supposed to show what your company is about and what your values are 
what transformation that you provide. And if you're working so hard to prove who you are and what, you know, again, what transformation that your company provides, but then you're connecting with people that have something on the polar opposite end, you're going to lose their trust and it's going to ruin the relationship that you've been working so hard to develop. And that's what business is. In order to get people to give you their money, you need them to trust you. And they're not going to trust you if you're saying one thing, you know, on one social media platform and then connecting with these people on another platform simply because they have more followers and you're just trying to get um, followers. You're so much better off having a small following and having a small community that's extremely dedicated to you. Your conversion rates are going to be a whole lot higher. And that's what we're here in business for. We're not here to get friends and followers and have an audience. We're here to build a community of people who are going to support us and that we can support back. So just remember that to make sales, you need to have, you need people to trust you. If you've listened to previous episodes of mine, you already know that trust is king when it comes to business. Nobody buys from you unless they trust you or maybe taking a leap of faith because they have a little bit of trust. So the last thing that you should ever do is collaborate with influencers and other businesses that just have more followers or maybe are more successful, more customers, unless they are aligned with your mission and your branding and it makes sense, right? What's a good example? You're probably wondering, um, let's say your company values um, diversity and um, for example, I'll use myself. Um, We are very heavy working with minority business owners um, and that can mean many things. It's not just Mexican business owners, but just minority in general because of the background that my husband and I have, we we, it's, it's, we're really passionate about helping small businesses who come from um, a diverse background to scale and grow their businesses to something that they weren't really aware that they could even have. And um, that's very near and dear to heart. Now, working with a brand that, let's say, you know, is quote unquote famous or something, but they have very conservative, closed mindset, meaning um, they their values and their morals are not aligned with ours can actually be very very confusing to our clients and they could grow a trust with us that's based on the fact that they relate to us but then collaborating with a company just because they're a big company but they don't share the same values eventually it will come out eventually um that company's values will surface and our followers will be very confused like hey, wait a minute if that person's like that and i understand what you're saying well you know that doesn't affect me but when you're in business you have to think about your customer experience and if that customer experience involves being confused and not knowing if they can trust you that is not a good thing there's a reason why i you know i only collaborate publicly with certain brands and certain um Um, certain influencers because they are in alignment with my company. So that's not a big mistake. I would say that's probably the number two mistake and that it's going to affect your branding majorly because you're branding yourself as, you know, this type of company and then you're connecting with people who are on the polar opposite. That doesn't mean they can't be your friends, right? It just means that you don't need to be collaborating with them. And um, if you want to know more about collaborating, that's something that April Meese is going to be talking about at Elevate Your Brand in September. So if you want to know how to find people that would be good to align with and good to collaborate with and how to leverage relationships so that you can both get new customers in, definitely want to check out um, the link in the show notes regarding Elevate Your Brand. 
The last and probably the most common mistake that I see people make, and especially more millennial, younger age, you know, early 20s, <laughs> small business owners make is template overkill. This is probably the biggest one. And then, and I get why they're doing it because the whole aesthetics mindset, like, well, if my page is cute, if my page is pretty, and if it's super consistent, meaning if I use the same te two templates every single time and I have a, excuse me, I have a pattern on my page, people are just going to be like, oh my God, she's so cute. She puts so much work into it and I want to go to her or him. But I'm here to tell you that um, maybe in like 2014, 2013, that might have been the case where we wanted to see the same thing over and over. I know, I feel like the reason why people do this is because they think of like McDonald's or they think of like Walmart, right? They have those um, images that those logos that uh, or symbols that are just repeated over and over and over. And their thought process is, well, I want to be like McDonald's where if you see my you know, my content online, you know, it's mine. And I get that. But the reality is that McDonald's has been around for, for decades. And so, um, they're not using the same exact marketing pictures, the same exact templates on their social media every single day. They just have one symbol that's repeated. So having one symbol that's repeated is not a problem. If you have a, a small little symbol of your logo, we have one. Uh, of a rose, then that is something that people will recognize as a symbol that that um, represents you. But having a template like the same exact um, pink picture frame with glitter on the corners and um, the same thing over and over is so tired. And what people are going to see is that it's very cookie cutter. It's not original. It doesn't even seem genuine at that point because it doesn't feel like you're just creating content to connect with them. It seems like you're just creating content because it's Monday at 10 a.m. and you have to. People will very quickly scroll past it because you have to understand that when people are scrolling on social media, they're looking for stimulation. People want to be um, they want to learn something. They want to find something out. They want to um, gain connections. They want to be heard, right? They want to be seen. And if they're scrolling and they just see like this post that looks like the exact same post that you always do, they don't notice that it's a new post. They don't notice it's a new picture or a new eye set up or a new outfit. They don't notice that it's a new bracelet. If you're using the exact same template with the same cookie cutter, like you go on Canva and you have the same template that you always use, more than likely they're just gonna scroll right past it. They're gonna be like, oh, same picture, I already saw this last week. And they're not gonna engage with it. And it's basically, there's that saying that says, so on brand of you. There is a point where you can be too on brand. If it's too repetitive, they're gonna scroll right past you. And that is so bad for your algorithm. We've talked about the algorithm before here on the podcast. And you guys know that that's really important to get people to actually um, stay on your page, engage with your content, because that is how you're going to build a relationship over time. And if you seem, like I said, cookie cutter, not genuine, guess what? That also is going to cause you to lose trust in your customers, and it's going to ruin the relationship that you might have built over time. And how can you avoid doing this? Maybe have, if, you, if you're a systematic person and you love Canva, there's nothing wrong with having your, your brand kit on Canva. There's nothing wrong with having, you know, um, your logo or your, your fonts that you like. That, that's actually really good. 
the main thing that I'm trying to press here is just that if you have the exact same one, you only do two or three of them every, you know, that's all you ever do. And you want to avoid that because it is overkill. People will move on to the next person. They want to find someone who's going to stimulate them. They want to find someone who's going to teach them something new. And if you look like you're just putting the same content out every single three days, you're going to lose interest. And so all of these things are just what I consider to be the most frequent. There's a lot more mistakes that you can make when branding, but my emphasis here is just what are the main most common mistakes that new business owners make when it comes to branding? Because at the end of the day, um, focusing on what you think they want and not what they actually desire, what transformation they desire. If you're just focusing on what you think they want and what's gonna get their attention, that really doesn't invoke feelings, right? All it does is get their attention. And the second mistake was being inconsistent and collaborating with um, people that are not aligned with you. That, again, is not really making, well, it is making feelings, right? Because if they're confused and they lose trust, those are feelings, but those are not good ones. We wanna, we wanna have good feelings. We wanna invoke good feelings in our potential customers. And the last one, which is template overkill, um, that is, in your mind, you might think that that's branding, but the reality is all that is is just annoying. And so at the end of the day, these are mistakes that people commonly make. And I get it. They're innocent mistakes because you're doing, you know, you're doing what you can with what you have. But now you've listened to this podcast, you understand a little bit more inside the brain of your customers. And you understand that you should, if you're doing those things, don't do them. Try to take the tips that I gave you and, um, it, hopefully you um, get to get to work and get to implement some of this stuff because I want you guys to win. I want you to attract the type of customers that you deserve, the type of customers that value you and that you're going to vibe with. I want you to attract your tribe. So I hope that this was majorly valuable to you. If it was, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review, screenshot this, share it to your social media platforms because then I can help more people around the world. There's more than enough room for all of us, you guys. So you know, don't think that, oh, if I share this then someone else is gonna get it and they're gonna be more successful than me. I promise there's more than enough for all of us um, and it would just mean a lot to me. So uh, if you guys, enjoyed it, share it, and I'll see you next time.